what's coming up now on Established in the Faith. This Christian life is meant to be the most fulfilling, joyous life that a person can have and experience. But understand this, if you do not go God's way, friend, it can be a little bit of hell on earth. Neighbor and welcome today to Established in the Faith. This is Pastor James Pierce of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina, and how so very pleased and happy we are to be with you today. Got a great message lined up for you. Hope you can stay with us for the next 30 minutes. If not, let me encourage you to go over to establishedinthefaith.com. There you can listen to today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. Well, we're going to go on into the message now. Hope and pray it'll be a blessing to you. If you have your Bibles, turn with me, please, to the book of 1 Samuel. 1 Samuel chapter 16. I want to use one verse this morning as my subject. 1 Samuel 16, verse 14. But the Spirit of the Lord departed from Saul, and an evil spirit from the Lord troubled him. And let's go to the Lord in prayer and ask for His help today. Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank You for every person that's under the sound of my voice today. Lord, I pray this morning that You will help me to rightly divide the Word of Truth. May something be said here today, Lord, that will edify Your people and draw them closer to You. And Lord, I'm careful to give you praise and glory for all that you have done and for all that you're going to do in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen and Amen. As we've stated several times in this series of messages, Saul was the people's choice. As the children of Israel observed the other nations around them having a king. Well, they wanted a king too. And Israel jumped the gun, so to speak, and they wanted a king now. And God chose the best one of that day and age to lead Israel, who was Saul. But Saul had some problems. And God told Samuel, you warn the people, you tell them what Saul is going to do. And Samuel warned the people, but they wanted a king anyway. And so God gave them what they asked for. God did everything that he could for Saul. God changed his heart, empowered him with the Holy Spirit, God tested Saul on several occasions to point out to him what his problems were. But instead of Saul recognizing his problem, he had a religious argument for why he did what he did. He refused God. He disobeyed the Word of God, and he backslid. Let me deal with that for just a minute. 
Saul's backslidden condition all started in the 13th chapter of 1 Samuel. As Saul was to wait for Samuel to come and offer up sacrifice. But as Saul saw the Philistines gathering on the horizon with their weapons of war, he jumped the gun, did not wait for Samuel, and offered up the sacrifice himself, which showed that he had no understanding, he had no confidence, he had no trust in the sacrifice. The sacrificial system in the Old Testament pointed to Jesus Christ and what Jesus Christ would do for us at Calvary's cross. And Saul's backslidden condition started with a lack of understanding, a lack of confidence, a lack of trust in the sacrifice. And so it is today. For those who find themselves in a backslidden condition, it can be traced back to a lack of understanding, a lack of confidence, a lack of trust in the sacrifice, what Jesus Christ did for us at Calvary. When there is a lack of trust in what God has provided, that leaves us to having to do something ourselves, which is what Saul did. He offered it up himself, a thing which he should not have done. And when there's a lack of confidence in the cross of Christ, then that leaves the individual having to do things themselves. And that's the problem. Self is the problem. Thinking that I can handle this, whatever it may be. I can do this myself. No, you can't. I'm chief knucklehead number one, and I'll stand up here and tell you today what needs to be done within your heart and life. You can't do it. Jesus said, without me, you can do nothing. But yet, with Christ, all things are possible. And the Bible says that the Spirit of God departed from Saul. I don't know of a sadder statement in the Bible than that right there. The Spirit of God departed from Saul. There's some of you in this place, you won't different things you want to see things happen as it regards this church there are some of you listening by radio you see certain things going on in the denomination and you want things to happen within the denomination let me say this I care more about what God wants than I do what you want. I want what God wants. 
I want the Spirit of God to move in this church. I want the Spirit of God to move in our denomination. I want the Spirit of God to move in our country. I want the Spirit of God. Without the Spirit of God, you have nothing but death. Here's the thing. The Spirit of God departed from Saul. The Spirit of God can depart today from people, from churches, from denominations, countries, nations. The Spirit of God can depart today just as easy as He did back then from Saul. And what a sad statement. The Spirit of God departed. In the book of Genesis, we see it in the first chapter how this world was created. It was void and darkness upon the face of the deep. But oh, when the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters, life began when the Spirit of God started to move. And I want the Spirit of God. I must have the Spirit of God. Church, we need the Spirit of God. Denomination, we need the Spirit of God. Nation, listen to me today. We need the Spirit of God. But understand this. Dana, if you will, put it up on the screen. Romans 8 and 2. The law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. Look at it. That right there is the way the Holy Spirit moves and works. It's through and by faith in Jesus Christ and His finished work at Calvary. If it wasn't for Christ dying on Calvary for our sins, then the Holy Spirit could not come within our hearts and lives today. And the only way the Spirit of God will operate in anyone's life is by simple faith in what He did and maintaining it in what Jesus did. And the Spirit of the Lord departed from Saul. Dana, if you will, go to Luke chapter 11. Luke chapter 11, verse 23 is where we want to pick it up at. I want to show you something here. Jesus said, He that is not with me is against me. And he that gathereth not with me scattereth. He said, when an evil spirit is gone out of a man. Stop right there for just a moment. There is only one power that is strong enough and capable enough to drive out demon spirits. And ladies and gentlemen, that is the Spirit of God. And he said, when an evil spirit has gone out of a man, that right there is evidence of the Holy Spirit within the heart of that individual. When an evil spirit has gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places 
seeking rest. And finding none, he saith, I will return unto my house whence I came out. And when he cometh, he findeth it swept and garnished. The Holy Spirit of God wants to clean up your life. Let me say that again. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you've done. When you accept Christ as your Savior, the Holy Spirit comes inside. He wants to clean you up. He wants to sweep out the trash. He wants to clean out those things that ought not to be in your heart and life. And the Holy Spirit will continue. I don't care if you live to be a hundred. The Holy Spirit wants to work in your life and there'll be something that God will lay his finger on and say, that needs to go. Let him do what needs to be done in your life. But when God lays his finger on something in your life and you refuse, you reject it or you begin to change your focus from Christ and His finished work to yourself, and you say, I've got to get rid of this, and you go some other way other than the cross, the Holy Spirit will back off. If you get it in your mind, I'm going to do this right here for 21 days, and they, they tell us that if you will change your routine for 21 days, then you can break a bad habit. There might be some truth to that. But you need to understand this today. Man's problem is more than just changing a bad habit. Man's heart needs to be changed, and the only power that's capable of doing that is the Holy Spirit of God. And the only way He will work is if your faith is where it ought to be in the finished work of Christ. But here we have an individual where the Holy Spirit of God came in drove out the evil spirits or bound up the sin nature and started to clean up this individual. But for some reason, the Holy Spirit backed off. And then the demon spirit came back. He saw where the place was cleaned and garnished, but the presence of God was not there. And the demon spirit went out, got seven other demon spirits, came back and possessed the man. And the Bible says the latter state of that man was worse than the first. I want you to understand this today. When the Spirit of God leaves, and the Bible says that the Spirit of God departed from Saul. When the Spirit of God leaves, it doesn't just leave a vacuum. Something else is going to come in and take the place of it. Dana, if you will, go to Romans chapter 1. Put it up on the screen. Verse 21. Romans 1 verse 21. Because that when they knew God, they glorified Him not as God, neither were they thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools, 
and change the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like unto corruptible man and to birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie, and worshipped and served the creature more than the Creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. For this cause God gave them up unto vile affections. For even the women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust one toward another. Men with men working that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was meet. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind, and to do those things which are not convenient. Being filled... Look at that. Being filled. They did not like to retain God in their knowledge. They rejected the Word of God. Refused to go God's way, which is the cross. And the Holy Spirit departed. And when the Holy Spirit departs, the Bible says, being filled. Understand this today. You are going to be full of one thing or the other. You're either sitting here this morning full of the devil and full of sin, or you're either full of the Holy Ghost, one or the other. There is no in-between. And the decisions that you make determines how full of one or the other you will be. Being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whispers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful, who knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. Birds of a feather will flock together. The Spirit of God departed from Saul. And when the Spirit of God leaves, there's no such thing as a vacuum there. Something is going to fill that void. And the Bible says that an evil spirit from the Lord troubled Saul. Understand this today. Sin 
is what gives Satan a legal right to do what he does. Which is to kill, to steal, and to destroy. But just because Satan has a legal right to do these things, he can't just go and do anything. God's got that rascal on a leash. We can see it in the book of Job. Did you know that right now, Satan and demon spirits have access to heaven? In the book of Job, the Bible says there was a day when the sons of God, and that term sons of God always refers to angels, the angelic host, that the angels came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also. And there was a conversation going on between the Lord and Satan as it pertains to Job. The devil said, I can't. Get it, Job, because you've put a hedge up around him. That ought to make you shout. As a child of God, there's a spiritual hedge all around you. And God is keeping you safe. And if the devil does anything to you, you need to understand that God has allowed it. God has given him permission to do whatever it is he's doing. And an evil spirit from the Lord troubled Saul. God will allow Satan permission to do particular things as it pertains to his children most of the time because sin is involved. We've, we've played the fool. We've disobeyed God. God will chastise His children. And He'll let the devil, He'll let down that hedge and let Satan come in or one of His demon spirits to come in and, and whoop up on you. But God's not being mean. Understand this. God loves you. And everything that He allows to come your way is for your good. It may look bad on the surface, but what God is trying to do, it is for your good. All things work for the good to those that love God and are the called according to His purpose. And when God allowed that evil spirit to trouble Saul it was to get Saul's attention let me ask you something what has God allowed to come your way to get your attention God's got good things in store for you. He's got nothing but good things. For his children. But in the case of Saul. Saul had some problems. He would not. Admit. 
to his problem. He would not trust in the sacrifice. He would not obey God. So God allowed the Holy Spirit to be removed. And an evil spirit troubled Saul. To bring him to his senses. What has God allowed in your life to bring you to your senses? To draw you back to God. What will it take to bring you, sir, back to God? Will it take a casket? What will it take to get your attention? God knows what area of your life to touch to get your attention. But Saul would not listen. And that demon spirit troubled him. And he'd go into a rage of fits of depression. As this demon spirit, evil spirit, troubled Saul. This Christian life is meant to be the most fulfilling, joyous life that a person can have and experience. But understand this, if you do not go God's way, Friend, it can be a little bit of hell on earth. More abundant life is what Jesus gave for us to have, and that's what He wants us to have. But very few Christians are enjoying it. And an evil spirit from the Lord troubled Saul. If the program today has been a blessing to you and you would like to have a free CD copy of this message, just give us a call or text us at 252-299-4234. You can also go to establishedinthefaith.com. There you will find today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. But perhaps you need someone to just talk to or to just pray with you about something. Again, just give us a call at 252 252- Two nine nine four two three four. This program is an outreach ministry of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. As well, depends on the prayerful and generous financial support of listeners like you. To contact us or to contribute to this ministry, go to establishedinthefaith.com. Click on the Donate tab. It's easy and all donations are safe and secure through PayPal. You can also mail us at Established in the Faith, P.O. Box 601, Bailey, North Carolina, 27807. We look forward to hearing from you. Hello, I'm Haven. And I'm Juliana. And you've been listening to Established in the Faith with our dad, James Pierce. He's the pastor of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. We have Sunday school every Sunday morning at 945 and worship service at 11, as well as prayer meeting and Bible study every Wednesday night at 730. Go to com and click on the events tab for gospel singings and other special services. That's right, Jules. And the church is located at 744 Friendship Church Road in Middlesex, North Carolina, near the EMET community. On the website, if you click on the Contact Us tab, Google Maps will bring you right to us. We would love to have you, and we hope to see you there. And we hope today's program has been a blessing to you. Thank you for listening, and God bless you.